and Does that mean it's working? I think we're live. But something, um, how's everybody doing? I tell you what, let's just uh, play the theme song and then I'm going to check something on the camera while that's doing that. camera settings <laughs> exactly. today. Exactly. Canon camera. And it just died. Did it? And now you see a menu again. And now I see nothing. Oh, I know what. It's not dead. Oh, now they see me without you. Excellent. That's weird. That's okay. That's what we're trying to figure out. Here we go. Just a little rough getting going this <laughs> evening. I think part of the problem is we spent too much time watching the Texas Toast live stream. And then we went all the way up. Yeah, and then when we sat down <clears throat> thinking, oh, let's get ready, it was like, oh, 39 seconds to go. Yeah, so we were a little bit on the um, last minute side of things. And I forgot that I had to tether to my phone because the internet here is not quite fast enough. Um in this place that we're staying this week so uh, anyway for those of you that are new to the Dylan Talks Tone live stream um, this Hi. is it <laughs> it's usually a little better yeah we're usually a little more polished than this but I kinda don't care I, I was thinking tonight I was thinking actually earlier that tonight was gonna be a little bit loose because I'm literally I'm so tired man you're so loose so loose. <laughs> I'm just, I haven't even had a beer yet. Hang on. Anyway, so on this show, uh, every Thursday, we answer your questions. 
So get them in the feed. Get them. We prioritize people that have asked them on Patreon and YouTube members. So you can become a Patreon member by clicking the link below or kicking the little join button down there and become a YouTube member. And then I make a post every week and then you can ask questions there. They get prioritized. We'll get to those in a second, etc. And then, of course, we have the normal chat thing going and the super chats and all of that. And Leslie's ready with her iPad to make crazy noises for you when you super chat. A couple things I want to mention before we get going. Mm-hmm. We have two new shirts this week. It was just going to be one shirt. <laughs> but, you know, let's talk about let's talk about the Matt shirt first. So, the Matt <clears throat> shirt. Cut Offs for Life is available on the website. I know... <laughs> I know it's not my normal thing, and I know it has nothing really to do with... Anyway, yes. So, And actually, Chris's shirt is available on the website as well. I think it's called the something 50s. Uh, 50s Graffiti or something like that is what it's called on the website, so you can get that one. But this is the one I'm really proud of. Um, I made this shirt because Anthony... Somebody said poke that guy next to you. Oh. Okay. Hey. <laughs> anyway. Well, job done. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <clears throat> um, anyway, so Anthony at Lucky Dog Guitars told me, he's like, you know, we were over there in Chattanooga a few weeks ago, and he says, you know, you need to, you need to show people that you use your motorhome and drive around the country and make pickups and do all this stuff on YouTube and everything like you need to show that more in your videos I'm like I'm like okay mm -hmm. well why not in my merch so we made a new shirt this week ludicrous tone this is uh, obviously paying homage to Spaceballs you always say obviously this was not obvious obviously. to me y'all well Just that's saying. because you're too young to remember Spaceballs your audience, somebody in your audience might be too young to remember. I would venture a guess that most of them are not too young to remember Spaceballs. Alright. Uh, do you remember Spaceballs? Put your favorite quote in the chat if you have favorite quotes. Anyway, so I literally found the actual Spaceballs motorhome and I photoshopped the wings from it onto our motorhome. We literally, on the way to the destination that we're staying at right now, stopped at a rest area with the Jeep hooked up, and I got the drone out and like parked it in a certain spot so I could get this picture so that we could make this shirt. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's kind of fun. Matt says Mrs. Toast wants this shirt, by the way. Which one? The she wants a seat and i almost thought about making it for mrs toast instead of but for she Matt, won't go on camera but she won't yeah. go on camera so um what i could have done is made it in a smaller size and made him wear a t-shirt that's too small for him he already and said then... he was so buff in his shirt oh okay. he said that tonight yeah, yeah. so here come the quotes uh oh okay let's do some quotes and then we'll do some questions and none of them mean anything to me right mm -hmm. may the schwartz be with you we need to watch this. Pizza the Hut. Heck yeah. That's the combination to my luggage. <laughs> we ain't seen shit. Princess Vespa. Yep. They jammed our sensors. It's raspberry. 
He's gone plaid. I was trying to explain to her the other day that all the Tesla models are named for her. He just said, some, Mike Resendez just said that you and Elon Musk love space balls. I love space balls. So here's the funny thing. Keep firing a-holes. <laughs> I'm my own best friend. Oh. See, the Wayne Hussey person's with me. Well, actually, I haven't seen it. He just said saw it and forgot it. So here's the thing. I'm a mog. Is that mm-hmm. a thing? Mog. Here's That's the, how you say dog when you're a Georgia Bulldog Here's fan. the problem. Mog. Here's the problem. This falls under the the section of movies that Leslie, I will say, you have to watch this movie because it's so funny. And then she'll be like, this is the dumbest thing I ever saw. So there the are. The entire time. There's a generation of movies because there's some that I love where you're like, this is so stupid. If you didn't see it at like a certain point of your life or when it first came out or when you were younger, whatever that is, you can't then watch it as an adult and right. get it. It's like the nostalgia okay. has to come with it or something. Okay. Right? So, yes. So here's a question since you are. Because what's the other movie you love uh, that We'll was get to that so in a minute. Stupid. We'll get to that in a minute. What? Because we're going to get to my movies in a minute, and then we will ask, will answer some questions, because that's why we're here. But, what are those movies for you? Since you're younger than me, if there's a movie that's like, your cult classic movie that you, you don't really watch a lot of movies though, so. I don't. But I mean, like. And you can't I think about my kids, right? Like, my kids couldn't watch a movie now and be like, oh, yeah, whatever, that's stupid. Um. So, like, movies I could watch over and over again, I guess. Um, like, Cry Baby with Johnny Depp. Dirty Dancing. Okay. But I think if a kid, for instance, wanted to watch one of those movies mm-hmm. now, they'd be like... I mean, I think I made my kids watch Cry Baby, and they were like, Really, Mom? You like this movie? <laughs> so, I'll, I'll tell you what my movies are for the cult classic. I could watch them a million times and never get tired of them. Yeah. Is Spaceballs is actually lower on the list. Top of the list, top of the list for me, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The original not one, not those stupid ones that came after. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure at the very top. When I was younger, younger, well, not younger. Why didn't anybody tell me my ass was so big? Yeah. <laughs> it is funny. Um, Somebody said, this is why my wife and I never watch movies together. It was funny when I was 12. Um, the princess movie. What is Blazing it? Saddles. Oh, see? See, that's before. See, these are all movies that my dad likes. <laughs> <laughs> my dad likes Spaceballs. My dad likes Blazing Saddles. What's the... Because it's Mel Brooks. What's the weird people that watch the movie that you... Uh, Mystery Science Theater. Mystery Science Theater, Theater 3000. <laughs> yes! Okay. So you like more movies with my dad than we like together. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Okay, let's ask some page. Let's answer some Patreon <laughs> questions. You keep that going, and then we will probably get crazy with some other stuff. And then I want to tell you about Nam Princess Bride. Yes, the Princess Bride. That's what Bride. Jeffrey McRicker just said. Most quoted movie in our house is Princess Bride. Well, that doesn't surprise me because his wife and my siblings. That does not surprise me. That's that doesn't surprise me because I know. His. I tried to watch it. I tried. She couldn't get like fifteen minutes into it, and she was done. Jefferson wants to know, Cole Clark guitars, acoustic electrics designed to be played plugged in. They sound great through their pickups and mics. Their minimal bracing makes me wonder how they sound unplugged. And then it didn't fit in the comment, but he wants to know if I have experience with them. Yes, I do. I have two friends um, that are very fond of them. 
I actually have borrowed both of those friends' guitars, actually, uh, because I've had Will's Cole Clark, which was the fancy, fancy, fancy one. Has he one. got it back yet? Well, he has two. And oh. I, I, he had a fancy, fancy, fancy one. Then he had, like, a fancy, fancy one. Um, you know, not as fancy. And then um, Dave has the not as fancy list one. So there's like a fancy, 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 a fancy, fancy, and just a fancy one? Yes, that's correct. Why doesn't anybody just model their... Why don't we just name our guitars like that? Fancy, not as fancy. I guess deluxe makes sense. But deluxe isn't really deluxe anymore. Deluxe isn't what it used to be. I have a Fender Deluxe Telecaster, or Stratocaster, and it's just a Stratocaster. It's not deluxe. It doesn't have anything gold on it. It doesn't have anything fancy on it. It should not be a deluxe. No. So anyways, tangential there. Cole Clarks are amazing. They have the best acoustic pickups in them, period. Um, because they do a um, contact pickup. So like when you tap on the top, there's like a, a, a pickup in the top. They have a microphone and an under saddle. It's three different things. So plugged in, they sound amazing, as Jefferson uh, assumed. And when you unplug them, they sound amazinger, in my opinion. Um, they are made from Australian blackwood, I think is the basic model. Like, that's their house wood over there. It's sort of like maple, but it's not exactly like maple. Because they have trees and plants. You know, it's Australia. So whatever doesn't kill you... Makes you stronger. Exactly. Oh. Or becomes a guitar. So... This wood that I've never heard, I think it's called Blackwood, is the tops for them. Dude, they sound awesome. The only reason I do not own one, because I actually borrowed Wills to decide. Remember, I borrowed it before I bought my Breedlove. I was like, do I really want a Cole Clark? And the only reason I didn't is because it had this, like, um, baseball bat, 58 Les Paul neck on it. And I just couldn't get into the neck. But, man, they're amazing guitars. They're amazing guitars. And you have to keep an eye out for Super Chats because I don't can't see them right now. Robert asks an interesting question that we get all the time, actually. How do you handle shipping and receiving packages while you're on the road? Do you use UPS stores or some other method to make sure you can ship and receive? So um, we have our own package scales and label maker and all that kind of stuff for outgoing packages because we ship pickups like almost every day. Um, we always know where the post office so is. So we always find the local <laughs> post office. And um, then we also... Uh, I have used UPS stores before, but I found out that if you don't pick up stuff right away, they can charge you like $10 a day to hold your package. So I found that out the hard way. Um, They're all independently owned. Yeah. So, so some each, like, you have an expectation, and mm -hmm. then you, you go to a different town and... And you owe them 30 bucks and you're like yeah what just oh, happened man. i was so mad too one time we went one to one that'll be 30 dollars and i'm like wait the package came in on saturday and i, and I went on a monday <laughs> they weren't even open and, and he's, you. she's like yeah saturday sunday monday that's three days that's 30 dollars i'm like you weren't open on sunday she's like doesn't matter it's a day oh i was so mad yeah so you gotta kind of be careful with that stuff um, but we, a lot of times, like I'll be in Nashville for a week next week and I got a buddy over there. So I just have him, I order a bunch of stuff. 
I have him sent sent to his house. Her mom collects a lot of our like, you know, you don't get much paper mail anymore. That's not junk. But every couple months, we have her gather all that up and send that to one of my friends that's close. Or she hand delivers. Or she it. will drive it to us. She did that last time, like mm -hmm. five hours. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. This is a Jeff Childs question. Any chance your adoring fans? Well, if I had any. The adore me. That's weird. Do they adore me? I hope not. At least not like not like I'm thinking. Um, well, get to what see. What do you think adoring me? I don't know. <laughs> any of more of those super informative packed videos like the one you did on troubleshooting? I'm getting tired of watching the same video over and over. What? I'm so confused. He really likes the super technical nerdy videos. Ah. And I'm kind of tired of making them, so I haven't been making very many of them lately. And maybe we'll throw one in there. Actually, um, in the next few weeks, I'm hoping... It has to do with the top secret stuff. Uh, once the top secret stuff isn't top secret anymore... Actually, I just chatted with him about this today. Mm. I said, once... I actually said it to him. I'm like, once this is not top secret anymore, can we do some videos where we break down some of these historical things that uh, I have access to and he's like yes and he said yeah so I have access to some really interesting things um well obviously they're guitars and amps but I have access to them and he said the person that I'm dealing with that will remain nameless for now said that it would be cool so hopefully we get to do some kind of cool technical breakdown yeah videos soon um We've been saying that forever. I know. I know. I know. But I feel like there actually is, and we were talking about it today, we are all very excited, and I think things are happening, and it's going to be awesome. So, After um, Nam, for sure. What is the difference between another Jeff? <clears throat> yeah, what is the difference between the Jeffs? What is the difference between the Jeffs? Um, Just kidding. Go ahead. What is the difference between fuzz and distortion? Uh, the shape, uh, so... What? Oh, not the shape of the pedal. I'm like, what? Well, yeah, fuzz pedal is the <laughs> round one with the one button in the middle. Stop it. And then, no, um, and distortion, haven't you ever seen that cat meme where they show, like, the cat and he's, like, shaking and they're, like, he's, like, this is reverb and then it shows, like, um the cat and he's all stretched out and he's like this is delay and then he sh it's no. really really funny i anyway. do not get cat memes about guitar stuff and please don't let them be on my facebook feed now they will be because the facebook ghosts have now heard you <sighs> um so the difference between fuzz and distortion is the shape of the wave what it does to the signal so the signal um gets crunchy and it, the distortion or fuzz pedal changes the shape of the wave and fuzz it, it also is at a different impedance too but the easiest way to explain it is the shape of the wave is different and they do that by they do that by um, the type of transistor that they use I think somebody just bought both of those t-shirts. <laughs> so are they saying, are they asking a technical question or, or 
like if I was asking, I would be like, what is the sound difference? Do you know what a fuzz sounds like? If I'm asking what fuzz and distortion is, yeah. when you assume I didn't know. Yeah. Do you know what fuzz? You don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, Can you describe it to me? And I don't understand what um, crunchy sounds like either. Um, okay, so oh, so a boost would be like, there's there's levels here. So a boost would be like you have a clean guitar and you hit a boost pedal and it just makes it a little louder. Okay. Sometimes when you have a low wattage amp, that little louder, you know, the amp is good at making this much signal. And if it pushes it beyond that, then it starts to break up and give you a distorted sound, yes. right? Certain pedals will take a transistor and they'll take the signal and they'll run it into an amplifier that basically is an amplifier on 11 already. So and it just so pushes... It, it just, it, yeah, it runs into that limit earlier, okay. crunches up the sound, and sends it out distorted. Okay. So that's a And then in between there, I guess there's an overdrive pedal. So it's like a boost pedal does it a little, an overdrive pedal does it a little more, and then a distortion pedal does it a lot. And typically the difference between an overdrive and a distortion is... Overdrives don't always shape the signal. They don't change the tone of the guitar very much. Um, except for like maybe, well, maybe they do. I guess a boost doesn't change the sound of the guitar. An overdrive starts to do it, change it a little bit more like, a, like an Analog Man King of Tone mm -hmm. or a Tube Screamer. Um, we'll give it a little mid-range honk, like a little mid-range bump. And oftentimes a distortion, because it's the next level, more um, will be mid-range scooped. So it'll give you like uh, the Metallica kind of sound because it'll be scooped out and more edgy sounding a little bit. A lot of times. Not every time, but a lot of times. A fuzz, a fuzz is hard to explain because it changes it completely. It totally screws up the whole thing, the whole signal. But it does it different. It doesn't just amplify it. It actually changes the sound of the thing. And there's different ways to do it with different transistors. I'm not a super big expert on it. That's something I'm hoping to run into somebody at NAMM that I can interview about. Mm. I would like to get a pedal person on our cha channel and talk to them about that. We I, know a pedal person. We know a bunch of pedal we people. We know the pedal person. Yeah, we, there's a bunch, there's a couple of the pedal people that oh. I would really like to, I'd really like to get Mike, uh, Mike Piera from Analog Man. I'd really like to get him. You can like get on a five year waiting list. Uh, not for an interview. He would, he would, he would do it before that. <laughs> I actually, I've actually talked to him about it, but it, and we need to do that. And then of course. Robert Keeley, we could get him on too. I could call him probably. I could talk to him. He might be there, actually. I don't know. Uh, Paul McNary just sent a smiley face, but since he sent a smiley face, I wanted to put Maybe it on Maybe it's a screen. smiley face with a mohawk, or did you add that? That was a dash. Oh. Yeah. Just ask him. Uh, Charles, what is your favorite cheese? This must be from the stupid Facebook group post that I made the other day. About fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. my wife is not fascinated by cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we don't eat cheese. We don't eat cheese. No dairy. No dairy at all. But that being said, there is a coconut-based cheese that we really like a lot. So anyway, yeah. 
Um, Thomas says, how do we send pictures of guitars we are working on? That is a great question. Uh, basically, the, probably the place for that is the Facebook group. The Dylan Talks Tone Facebook group because everybody shares their projects in there. Well, plus you can't share pictures a lot of places anyway. No, and it's hard for me to share. Well, because I guess it's easier to share stuff during lives, but... Um, they can't share pictures, But they though. can't share. Yeah. yeah, so probably in the Facebook group, the Dylan Talks Tone Facebook group. That would be the easiest. Cool. So, back to our conversation earlier. Yes. Real Genius. Is that a movie? Oh, Real Genius, yeah. Top mm -hmm. Gun, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You have more in common with Mike Christendis than you thought. El Topo, Topo. That, that's not a surprise, though. What's that? I don't know. That's Matt said that. Better Off Dead. I had to watch, my dad was mean, made me watch 2001, A Space Odyssey, before I was allowed to see oh. Star Wars. No. Back to the Future. Strange Brew, Armed and Dangerous. Oh, my God. Airplane, The Man, The Jerk. Strange Brew, dude. That's a good one? Totally a hoser, eh? Yeah, I love Strange Brew because I'm from a state that borders Canada, and I'm a hockey fan. So. Brett Johnson must have got a kick out of me saying you watched the same movies as my dad, and he said, they say you marry your parents. <laughs> Except I married somebody way younger than me, so... I think he's saying me. I married oh, my you. dad or something. <laughs> Creepy. Um, Her dad's Asian, though. MST3K? Yeah, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh. Hmm. Young Frankenstein. Ooh. Falling Down? Yeah. Merchandising? Oh, maybe Don't that's know what not that related. Idiocracy? Oh, yeah. Falling Down was dark. Then we have another quote. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> What's that from? That's from Spaceballs. Oh. Falling Down's a great movie. Are you playing with your dolls again? Is that a quote? Yeah, I think that's from Spaceballs too. Blazing to Saddles. That. Anything Mel Brooks came up with. Unforgiven. Then, this is a good one. Windsurf Maui says, The best way to watch someone else's movie you're not interested in is to get physically exhausted first because your brain gets dumb and then you'll find anything funny. Here's, or you could just smoke weed. Here's the problem with all of those things. Is that when Leslie is wide awake, as she is right now, not even drinking or smoking weed or anything, and we start to watch a movie... If she makes it past the credits before falling asleep, and it's a movie she wants to watch, we're doing good. She falls asleep super fast. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Nam really quick, because I need, I would like to, I'm going, I have a two purposes for going to Nam. One is, because of this top secret project, because I have to, we're doing some stuff at Nam. that's, that's the number, that, well, that's actually the number two reason. The number one reason, the reason we actually planned to go to NAM, is because I'm hoping to basically book guests for our live shows and or pre-recorded stuff. Um, He's trying to kick me out. At NAM. No, I want you to be there too, but... Did I'll... he just say smoking a weed? What? Why are you laughing? Because that sounds like something you would do. Instead of saying smoking weed, smoking a weed. 
on your I don't know why you think that's I so don't funny. either. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow. Back to Nam. I'm going to stop looking at the comments. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, we're going to be there. We're going to be walking around with a camera or two. Um, I have some meetings and stuff, but other than that, we're going to be walking around with a camera. We're going to be trying to find uh, people that want to come on here. So we are already looking at the list of vendors, and there's going to be some interesting people. Uh, a dude that makes um, split single coils, like where the single coil is cut in half and it's two pieces inside, which is, I don't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm really interested in it, though. I'd like to see it. So that sounds interesting. Um, there's a bunch of people that we want to look up, so that's why we're going. So I'm kind of excited about that. And somebody already bought the Patreon guitar. Mm. Actually. Which is awesome. Yes. So thank you very much for that. It's not done yet. The body's sitting over there. It's painted. It's not, not all the way painted, but it's pretty much painted. Um, and so we are building that guitar over the next couple of months in our Patreon workshop on the fourth Sunday of every month. So I'm kind of excited about that. We will be, um, I think tomorrow I'm going to order the rest of the hardware for it. Because we're going to put a Bigsby on it. <clears throat> and so we built... Pick it up in Nashville? Yeah, we built okay. the pickups. We built the pickups already. Um, I still need to work on the neck some. But all of that stuff is being done basically. We even painted the guitar during a live Zoom meeting. Which yeah. I didn't think it was going to work, but it did. It did. And then, did we take pictures of all that process? No. Drying process was interesting. And I got stabbed in the neck. I actually took it's pictures a heck of, of a it. Story. And I posted it. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to paint this guitar today. And she's like, what are you going to do with a wet guitar? Because we live in a motorhome. When I had a shop, we could put it in the shop. And it would stink up the shop. But we can't do that, and we don't have, like, anywhere to put it. So what I had to do was I propped it up in the Jeep. So the Jeep smelled like paint for, like, three days. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. It was fine. We're going to have to do it again because I need to clear it. But I need to wet sand it. I want to put one more coat of color on it. And then we're going to let that sit for a few days, and then we're going we're gonna to clear it. So Awesome. It's coming up. It's coming good. But anyways, uh, one of the Patreon patrons emailed me last week, I think, and then at, like bugged me for like a week and was like, are you going to sell it? Are you going to sell it? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And then finally last... But it's so cool. Like when you give, like we've had like crowdsourced input before and then when it came time to sell it, like no. it took a while and you're mm -hmm. like, somebody wanted this. Like... <sighs> You crowdsource the information as majority win. <clears throat> so it was just really cool. Like, I didn't know he was bugging you. But to hear this was like a crowd. You wouldn't pick this color. It was like mm -hmm. a crowdsourced <clears throat> color. And to know that somebody was like really into it. That they want it. Even before it's finished is just really cool. And yeah. much appreciated. Because we do. You do all of this stuff to to give it back out. Because we can't keep everything. So no. We can't cool keep that anything, somebody really. wanted it. Yeah. No, Absolutely. So I'm appreciative, just saying. Well, me too, because right now we have...
Well, there's a body for a build in the bed that we have to move every day. So this is literally, okay. So this is literally what it's like living in a motorhome and trying to do all this stuff. You can't see it right now, but there's a huge pile of stuff over here on the floor because I've been making pickups like insane. Um, and doing all this design work and like trying stuff I've never tried before. So it's not like I can just do it once. I have to like have stuff laid all out. So that's all over here. And then there's a chair over there that can't be sat in because it's got a guitar body and another guitar in it. Right now, the underneath the bed is an amp and another guitar that is disassembled and another neck. And in the bed is the acrylic, like I wrap it up in a blanket every day so it doesn't get scratched, the acrylic clear Stratocaster, which we are still going to finish. Um, because I was waiting for a custom pit guard for that that took forever, etc. Anyways, that pit guard I will have in my hands next week, which will be awesome. So the clear pit guard or the clear acrylic fender, uh, well, it's not a fender, but it's a strat with LEDs, will be back in YouTube videos coming up very soon. And then that guitar That's will. Exciting. Yes, it's super exciting. It's actually, so cool. I actually told them about it today, and he's like, I want to see that before you ship it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to see that. So, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to show that off a few places. So we have guitar parts just everywhere. It's like, it's crazy. So I'm trying to, I'm grateful that, that that was purchased because now I know it has a home. We don't have to worry about trying to find a spot for it until we sell it and like that kind of stuff. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to have more than two guitars. I can have two. But I have my two. So then when we have projects. And I really want to sell my Strat too. But we're still kind of using that for some work stuff. So. Not um, time. Not time yet. I mean I'd like to sell it. But I did sell <laughs> the pit guard out of it. Because somebody was like. Oh yeah. Hey that single single hum pit guard that's in there. And I never even got to make a video about it. I just like took it out and shipped what? it to him. Yeah. So we have to build, we'll have to build another single, single hum pick card, which I'm going to build a single, single hum pick card for something else. So I'll probably, will be able to do that. Windsurf Maui said, I thought the secret project was whiskey. A Dylan Talks Tone Select Reserve Bourbon Whiskey. If you know anybody that cool you idea. could suggest that we collaborate with to do a Dylan Talks Tone Whiskey, I would he be all about it. I would be all about it. Absolutely. Mike said, yes, can't wait. He's here. Oh, yeah, because that's Mike's guitar, the clear one. Yeah, awesome. Um... <sighs> That guitar is going to get some pickups I've never... That's going to get some new and improved Dylan Tox Tone stuff. New and improved. Well, because of this project I'm working on, I'm learning a bunch of stuff too. Like, you know, when you when you try new things and you're, and you're pushed to your limits and over your limits and you're learning because you're developing stuff, you're like thinking about stuff and you're like... I'm Why like, not? Yeah, I'm like, oh... Well, if I did that, then I could do this. And then, you know, then your brain starts going. And all the same old pickups we've been making for the last however many years, yeah, are going to get better. Like, my stuff's getting better because I'm literally, like, I don't know, as you push your own self to do better things. But that's how it should be in any profession, right? Like, you yeah. don't arrive and you don't just... <clears throat> 
become mundane and just do a task. You should always want to be learning and getting better. Yeah, and because what I'm really stoked about is that this team that I'm on is not competing with each other. There's not like a... There's not like a... I'm better than this person or this person's better than... or It's not like that. Um, I, sometimes I feel like... Uh, it's really interesting. The, the emails and some of the input that I get from from customers a lot of times is like... Well, they're looking for a certain thing, and if they if I don't do that, then they don't want it. And I'm like, okay. But when you get to work with people that push your imagination and the possibilities, it is so much of more fun. And I'm excited to... I can't wait to share this stuff, because it's so good. And, I mean, I'm surprising myself. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Um... Today, I was, like, blown away, like, because I can't even test all this stuff, because I don't have the, I, you know, as far as, like, playing it and all that kind of stuff, and I got to hear my own stuff today for the first time, and I was like, dang, this is good, so, um, yeah, it's really fun, it's really, really, really fun, I'm really stoked about it, um, I can't wait to share it with you guys, man, I cannot wait. I told him that again today, too. I was like, I'm biting at the bit, man. And my YouTube audience is like, when are you going to be able to tell us? And he's like, I know. Soon. Soon. <clears throat> so, yeah. It's super cool, man. All right. You ready back to random? Or are you still talking about Nam? Whatever. We got. If you have any questions, put them in the comments. We're just kind of chilling and hanging out. I knew this was going to be a little looser tonight because we didn't have... Because you said that. Because tons of stuff been going on and we just, you know. Thoughts on those E-A-R-T or however it's called, spelled strats that everyone's talking about? Ert. E-A-R-T? E what are you scrolling for? I just told you what it said. Oh, I thought you were scrolling Yeah, no, 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 no. I want to, um. He said he doesn't know if that's how you spell it, though. So I don't know. There you go. Somebody searched for it already. Yep. Uh, he said everyone's talking about Vox Guitars Brock X. Ask that question. <laughs> I don't know it. what I just looked at. So, okay. This comes down to why for me. Um, why what? Why buy a guitar that's 150 bucks? I mean, okay. If you are in the economic situation that requires that you buy a guitar that is an extremely budget instrument, and you let's say you can only spend 150 bucks or you can only spend, <clears throat> you know, however many, then what I would say to you is I would buy the nicest guitar that you can find and that you can afford and if it means saving a little more and waiting a little longer and being a little patient it's probably worth it and at that point I would buy a Squire anything 
I would buy a Squire anything over any of this other knockoff stuff. I would buy a Squire anything over that. They're so good. Um, the reason I am parsing my words is because I believe, if Matt was on here with me, I'm sure he would agree. And Chris, because Chris has a cheap guitar theory too. That the majority of people that want to know if a cheap guitar is good can afford a better than a cheap guitar. If they focus their efforts on buying a better than cheap guitar. I think most of these for the money people um, are trying to find a reason to say that a cheap guitar is good when it is not necessary to because you can just buy a nice one. Uh, that's and I, that sounds a little snobby, but I just The price of the guitar, the, the type of guitar that you buy should be, in my opinion, if you are going to be an artist with that instrument or if you are going to try to improve and be part of the music hobby and you're going to make it part of your life. If you're going to make playing a guitar part of your life, then the quest should be to get the nicest, most comfortable easiest to play best quality instrument that you can at your present budget never mind never mind your playing ability these people that say that beginners shouldn't buy expensive guitars are full of crap and i don't believe that you should buy whatever you want but if you want to make guitar part of your life buy the best one you can i feel like the majority of these folks that bring up these cheap guitars are literally like um, proud of the bargain or something like I think that's a lot of people they're like I mean if couponers like, or something hey I like your shirt oh they cut it for five dollars like yeah that's I got it is. at the thrift store for yeah however many and they're proud of the, how little they spent on something and I'm not I'm not that person at all we are not that like we are not that people. Um, because... You like a dress with pockets, though. You do like a dress with pockets. So. No, that's a pantsuit. Oh, that's a pantsuit. Um, and that's not to say anything bad about anybody. It's just examine in your own self why you're asking a question. Because if you're asking it because you are cheap... Or because you somehow enjoy shopping for bargains, then does the quality of the guitar actually matter? Because you're just looking for a bargain anyway. If you are asking it because that's all you can afford, then it doesn't really matter any either because you just get the nicest guitar you can afford. Uh, I don't know. I just I those questions are and I every time somebody asks it. And I don't mean to make the person who asks it feel bad. I just, I want to... Well, it could have been a genuine question. He's saying yeah. there's a lot of people talking about it. So yeah. it was just like, hey, everybody's talking about this. What the heck's the yeah, deal? Yeah, I don't, I don't care. It, it, the easiest answer would be like, I don't care what anybody thinks about it. But that's really mean to say. Like, I just feel like there's a whole... 
mentality that goes with that that I personally do not subscribe to. So I don't, I don't know. I, it, it's a weird one. I, I don't know. That's like saying is a, is a Toyota Yaris good? Yeah, it's good if that's the guitar you can, or the car you can <laughs> afford and you need to get the certain amount of mileage. I'm not going to buy one because I don't think they're that fun. But if you need it and it works for you and it's your fits your needs, then yeah, it's fine for you. And I think that's the thing that I'm trying to focus on more in our videos lately is, and we talked about it in the Line 6, we talked about Line 6 Spiders the other day. Like, those those amps are great for folks. They're not great for me, but it's great for a, per, it's for a particular audience. Mm. And you have to identify who you are as a guitar player and what your goals are and where you, so don't let anybody say this guitar is bad or good. Like you, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't let me, so. don't let me affect that. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't like it, but you might. So speaking of amps. Yeah. Brett Johnson wants to know, are tube amps even necessary anymore with Kempers and modern no. SS amps? Is that tube sound worth it? Well, okay. What's SS? Solid state. Solid. I played a really sweet. I played a really sweet two rock today. I was like, this amp is so good. No. So good. No, I can't. It's a one of a kind. Anyway, oh. I couldn't get it. I played a Dumble last week. Like a real one. So good. So, yeah. I mean, yes, they have a place. Um, again, to me, it comes down to use case. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, we're, what we were doing today, I would not have wanted to do with a, with a camper. I wanted to hear certain things that you... I needed to know and I needed a really good amp and I had a really good amp and I had a it was good um that being said that was a 4x12 cabinet with a two rock head on it and if I'm gonna go play a gig tonight I'm gonna profile that junk and I'm gonna take a <laughs> I'm gonna take a Kemper with me and get close enough for all the junk people that don't know the difference anyways mm -hmm. you know what I mean like so and for to tell you the truth, for most people, um, I mean, I needed it for testing. I need a really good quality tube amp for testing purposes because we were like really looking for some very interesting, nuanced stuff today, and we were finding it. And I don't know that I could have found that with a with something else. So we needed that. Ninety percent of the time, I don't even need that. Right. Uh, you know, if I'm just playing, I don't need that. Solid state amp all the way, man. Boss next tone. That thing, boss next tone. Um, so Vox Guitars Rock subsequent question said, <laughs> I was wondering about the Ert, and I don't know how to say it, for my grandson. So oh, I think, see? Yeah. I think, so a lot of people are saying people start off buying cheap and work their way up to what they want. Um, some people are saying I'd rather get a deal on something expensive than getting something cheap. But, and you touched on it, but then you didn't say it. So I would just say the concern with the grandson, like if he's not an established player, if the guitar is not good, he's not going to want to play it, right? Like, exactly. So that's what he means when like even like play, get what you want so that 
you have a different motivation to play it too. Yeah, and to tell you the truth, if I had a grandson, that would be weird. I guess not really. Um, yeah, it would be weird. Don't go there. Anyways, um, if I had, okay, so if my kid wanted to play guitar, uh, I think it depends on the kid. If one of my kids wanted to play guitar, I'd buy him the coolest thing ever. If the other kid wanted to play guitar, I'd be like, let's start with a Squire Affinity and see how much you really like this and how much you're going to commit to it. Because she might not commit to it. Oh, you just busted it out. I'm just saying. But the other one is like, won't even ask you until he's like really into something. If, if he'll ask you and then he'll be like, I'm super into it, at least for a few years and then he'll be into something else. But if I had a kid, I would still buy a Fender. If I had a kid. If yeah. he had a kid. If I, I don't. They're grown. <laughs> <laughs> They're grown-ups. Both our kids are grown, so. But um, I would buy, i still buy a Fender. Because there is a thing about aspirational stuff, too. Because what's your story, too? Like, you hated something like raw fingers and you. Yeah. When I, okay, so I'll tell you my So when I was a kid, yeah. my dad, and my dad's professional. Like, we knew what we were doing. Gave me a Stella Acoustic. That was my first, like, guitar. And I hated it. I hurt my fingers. I couldn't play through the, like, thing where, you know, guitars didn't hurt your fingers anymore. I hated it. That was when I was six years old. And then I quit. And then I started, I got really, really, really curious again when I was about, I don't know, ten or nine, something like that. And by that time, we had a bunch of electric stuff around, and I started playing a Strat, and then he gave me that Strat later on, um, when I was a little older, and I loved it, and I loved it, and it was the quality of the guitar. Um, I think Affinity, Affinity Telecaster for a beginner at under $200, or right around $200, is a fantastic guitar. And I don't know why people don't just stop messing around with all this other stuff and don't just buy Squire Affinity stuff. It's cheap. It's $200. And people are going to be, oh, it's an Squire Affinity. Yeah, but it's not a piece of garbage, 150-something, where you have to go and do a bunch of work to it and stuff. Those things are good right out of the box. They are fantastic. We've bought them on purpose just for YouTube videos. And they are really good. We did, um, we bought a Squire Affinity uh, that really ugly gold one, remember? And put new pickups in it and stuff. It was great. It is a moddable platform, something you could grow into, something you could keep, even if you got a more expensive guitar after that. And it's a Fender. And I think there's something for an aspiring guitar player. If you can go get a guitar that kind of looks like his heroes, you know? Um, I was a Stevie Ray fan when I was a kid. So for me to play a Strat, that was a big deal. But to play a not Strat Strat wouldn't have been as cool. Like, you know. Um, and I know it's a Squire, but it's still Fender. And it's still, you know, it's still close in the family and everything. And it's still correct. And you don't have to fight anything. I don't know why people don't just buy Squires. I think they should. I think they should buy Squires and Epiphones. Squires and Epiphones and cheap Ibanezes, cheap ESPs. Stick with the main brands. Support those companies they need to support anyway. And... Yeah, and then build into 
something cool. Yeah, man. The Guitar Hangout. Dylan, what's your opinion on heat? I'm in the market for a new guitar. I live in Arizona and it's been 115 degrees and I don't want to have my guitar in that weather for a long period of time. As you shouldn't. That's probably crazy. Um, but how hot do you think a UPS truck is even when it's 90 degrees? That's what, that's what I think too. <laughs> exactly. Um, buy a McPherson Sable. Then you don't have to worry about it. Doesn't say what he's shopping for, huh? I have a carbon fiber acoustic guitar, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, okay, so let's talk about that. So if you're going to shop for an acoustic guitar, it's it's more concerning. Heat kills glue. So necks can come unglued in the heat. Bridges can come off. Binding can pop. All those things. Um, if you buy a modern electric guitar like a Fender Stratocaster or a Tele, uh, probably going to have a poly finish on it, urethane finish, probably won't hurt anything. Obviously, don't leave the guitar in your car. That's probably a bad idea. Um, and just use as much care as you can. I'm from Arizona. I lived out there. I think he's asking about how, can he even get one right now? Oh, yeah, totally. I'd totally buy a guitar. The only... Unless it was some really high-end acoustic guitar that, depending on what how it was made and stuff, but even like a, okay, let's say you were going to get a Breedlove Pursuit series, like the Made in Korea Breedlove, I would allow that to show up at my house in a UPS truck in 100 degree weather, I wouldn't bother me at all. Um, a Strat, I wouldn't bother me at all. A Les Paul, uh, something with a lacquer finish, you know, that might be a little... I don't know. They're being shipped all over the place right now. You know, they're coming over. If you on... can even find what you're <coughs> looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's the problem. I tried to buy a Tele a couple of weeks ago and couldn't find anything. I couldn't find the one I wanted. So, Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it a whole lot um, as far as the ordering it and getting it to your house thing. I would just don't leave it in your car, you know, like use caution with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cool. I got nothing. Alright. I got no sound effects. I got no yeah. questions. We didn't even get to use sound effects this year. This year? Or this week. Vox Guitars Rocks is such a cool name. <coughs> so, <coughs> remember... Remember I, I did some work a couple years ago on a Vox. A few years ago. It was red and it had a distortion circuit built into it. That was such a cool guitar. It was really neat. I did a bunch of work on that. Um, yeah. I love that name. It sounds like you're going to get shanked, but I don't know. Well, and it's Ivan Shank. I know. His name, but so that's, that's really a cool, cool way to do it. Some people just have cool names. Owen already has expensive taste in music gear. He just knows. He doesn't oh. know. He's exposed to it. That's like, what it is. Because yeah. his dad is into expensive music gear. That's what that is. He has cool stuff, though. He has one of my coolest... So, Owen's dad... Owen's dad. Has one of my coolest builds I've ever done. And to this day, we still get questions about that guitar. Uh, that's the one where we built... Um, 
it's a Jazzmaster with the Bigsby on it, and we put a stereo wiring setup in it so you could run two amps at the same time out of one guitar. I I still to this day get questions like, "Do you have a schematic for that?" So and I'm like, "I don't." I literally that was such a I mean it like messed with my head to build that that I I literally had to build that like one wire at a time. It was like a was like okay the signal is gonna go from here to here and then it's gonna go here okay solder what if you needed to replicate solder it? that there I'd have to figure it out again why wouldn't you have documented it I should have but I didn't I mean I just get the guitar from him and probably figure it out but but what if he sold it and you didn't he's know he's not it gonna was? sell it I'm just telling you documentation Mike Resendiz doesn't sell guitars documentation he keeps buying them um. Uh, First of all, Vox Guitars Rock said, My username is because my number one guitar since 1980 is a Vox Standard Model 24. Oh, sweet. Um, Cecil Music had a question. Dylan, mm -hmm. have you tried the new Bigsby Vibrato pedal? That is very high on my list, and that is a pedal that I'm hoping is going to be at the NAMM show. We mentioned that in our um, weekly news setup, uh, our weekly news update a couple weeks ago. And I'm really excited about it. It's going to be $379 or something. It's going to be expensive, but I really want one. Yeah. I'm Well, I want to try it anyway. That's something I'm really stoked to want to try. I-B-J-I mm -hmm. says Heavy Relic, for or against? Oh, for. I don't get bent about anything when it comes to what a guitar looks like, what it quote-unquote should be, um, I don't care. I, I think, I don't, I don't, sweet! Gotta use a sound effect. Sorry guys, Thursday is Zoom night, booze fund. Thanks Doug. Thanks Doug, I appreciate that. Oh, that's the other thing about Nam. We're not going to have a next Thursday night. Because the top secret project I'm working on, we have a meeting on. Because we have a meeting with, well, people, people, like who know things and do stuff, and so I gotta go to that. And Leslie's gonna actually shoot it, but I don't know that we're gonna be able to show it to anybody for a while. Yeah, I think it'll oh, still be in our back pocket. A lot of the things that we're shooting are gonna probably just come out in the like behind the music documentary. And the Guitar Hangout repeated their questions, so maybe catch the replay because we talked about the heat and answered all your questions. You, I don't did, know how I you think. missed it. Um, yeah, so no next Thursday live stream. I don't know what we're going to do to make up for that. We might do it on Sunday. Um, do we have a reason to not do it on Sunday? Yeah, you have a class on Sunday. This coming Sunday? Oh, that next Sunday. Okay. Oh man, busy week next week. I got a bunch of stuff to do to get ready for that. That's why I'm saying it's next Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Um. And we move that day. Oh, okay. Um, Mike Cindy said one of my favorite guitars you've ever done. One of my favorite guitars you've ever done. I think that's one sentence. Did you see the 5150 released new series amps? That's going to be in the news next week. Dude, that's really cool. So those 
Yeah, I'm gonna put that in our um, our news update next week. The I, I don't I don't totally okay. I guess I kind of do. So I think a real 5150 amp is EL34s, if I'm not mistaken. These are gonna be 6v6s and 6L6s, so it's because it's gonna be like a smaller amp. So it's gonna sound different, but I'm sure they're gonna get that kind of signature feel and tone into it. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, no, super awesome. Um hopefully they're reasonable. I don't know how much they are. I, I didn't do all the research for the news story yet, so I don't have all the details on it. Um but I'm I'm kind of excited about about that. What I'm really hoping is that that news thing will turn into a thing where people will send us press releases, like where we can actually have a news segment. Because I really like doing them. They're super fun. Cool. So, anyway. So, we won't see you next Thursday? No. There'll be videos before then, though. There'll be a video tomorrow that hasn't... That's a No Guitars Allowed video, though. And then, um... Yeah, tomorrow's is No Guitars Allowed video, which I started editing today, but i got to finish it. And then there will be a video on Monday, which I don't know what that's going to be yet because I haven't shot it. And then next Thursday, we will not have, well, Tuesday we'll have a, um, news again. And then next Thursday, you'll, there still will be content because we're going to do something Thursday and Friday from Nam. I don't know if it's going to be I'm just going to go live and give you a synopsis of the day. I don't know. I haven't decided how I'm going to do that. We might do that. I might just take a bunch of pictures. That might be what we do. We might take a bunch of pictures, put them in here like we can do, and then just do like a gear news thing, but have it be a Nam live stream. And I'll do that. You know, it, it's not going to be at the normal time. It's going to be between something and something else. You know, we might have to figure out a way to fit it in. I, I don't know exactly. Or it could be in the morning. It could be in the morning, too. That's right. On Friday. We could do something on Friday morning and something on Saturday morning, maybe. Mm-hmm. That might be a possibility. I got something to do on Saturday morning, though. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's it's. This is a crazy week. And NAM week is always crazy. We were talking about that today. Like, no matter who you are, if you have the NAM show on your calendar the week before it always turns into like one of those history channel chopper shows where you're like next dang stuff and stuff's not going to be ready and it's got to be ready and you're throwing chairs at each other and it's not really but it's like that like we're talking about it today he's like do you have one of these in stock because I need one of these <laughs> you know like we're literally like trying to put stuff together to make sure we're going to be there you know Etc. So, um, quick question: Tone pot for your lipstick pickup uh, is a hundred k okay? And Doug says, "I bet he says two fifty k." Oh man, honestly, for that guitar, so that must be is that yeah. um, mm -hmm. whoever Wayne Hussey is. Ouch. Okay, so yeah, um, for that guitar, I would use five hundreds. 500. Yeah, because Jazzmaster, because he's got two Jazzmaster pickups. Two. Dang. It's two Jazzmaster pickups and a lipstick. I would use 500s. I know a lot of people use one megs with Jazzmasters, but I don't like one megs with Jazzmasters. 
but I would not use anything, I would not use a 250, and I definitely wouldn't use anything below 250. Um, so a 100 I definitely would not use, I'd use fives. That would be my, that would be my suggestion. Because you want that thing to sparkle. Um, is that describing a sound too? It is. Sparkle. You want it to sparkle. I need to post my cool shimmery pictures. I haven't done anything with shimmery those. pictures. I'm in the trees, remember? Oh yeah. Oh, dude. So it's um, like lightning bug. That's what you're supposed to say. Good job. Yeah, because I live in the south now. You know, uh, lightning bug pictures. Uh, season. Lightning. It's lightning bug season. So they're everywhere at night. It's really cool. We haven't seen them so many here, but when we were over towards, we haven't been outside in the dark. That's here. true. We, when we were over towards Pigeon Forge, there was tons of them, man. It was so cool. This, the trees are just sparkling. Like, sparkling. Literally. Literally sparkling. Um, cool. Related to lipstick pickups, yeah. Brett Johnson says, I know you've taken apart a lipstick pickup, but have you ever wound one on video? Yeah, a long time ago I did. Um, it's just a Firebird bobbin. It's not really anything exciting not revolutionary no and i probably won't make a lipstick pickup well ever again <laughs> on purpose um they suck what it's hard to get them in there it's hard they, it, they're really a pain to make um that being said they're really cool and i can see they look really cool. They sound really, really good. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll make them again. Um, the reason I don't make them on camera is because there is a level of frustration <laughs> with everyone. They are not easy to make. There are certain pickups that I made a blade single coil live on camera on my Patreon workshop last month. Or the month before last and I swore I would never even make one of those again. And I actually made one live in front of people. And it was the best one I've ever made. Um, so I don't know. But it, some of that stuff is just so frustrating. So frustrating to make. Somebody said, before you leave Tennessee, buy a small barrel of whiskey. Put it on the back of the coach and put a spigot on the barrel so you can draw from it as needed. But the rest continues to age over time. That's so funny. That's a good idea. <laughs> Sounds like anybody could just come have some whiskey. That's true. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, sweet. He's just told us to rock it. What is it? I don't know. I feel like Def Leppard raised ah. that question in the 80s. That's, At least... that's the song that started playing him Yeah. Rocket. And we yeah. still and we still haven't found the answer to the question, even though they have. <laughs> I don't even know what the next line is. If I can ever get Phil Collin on the show to interview him, it's yeah, yeah. No, what's the next line? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know that line. Maybe we'll ask him. We'll be like, hey, what is it? Ooh, oh, the song is actually Rocket, not like Rock It. Yeah, it's rocket like a... Oh, my bad. Hurricane. <laughs> no. No. Satellite of love. Yep. That's right. 
And then I said, like what? A lot more syllables in the song. And though. then I said, what is it? And now that reminds me of um, Faith No More. Yes. Epic. Yes. Which is the, one of the best songs of all time. Period. Of all time. That is in my top ten. If I could pick a top ten songs of all time, all time, all time, that would be in it. I'm trying to think of some other, what would be some other ones. Um, I mean, I don't know that we'd have the same ones. I don't know what mine are anyway. You keep putting me the, on the spot and I'm like, I don't know. So that's in my top ten. Um, the Prong song is in my top ten. I don't know what that is. Uh, you don't either. My brain's going dead right now. I, um, uh, it's oh, snap your fingers, snap your neck. Oh yeah. That's probably in one. That's definitely in my top ten songs of all time. Um, yeah. Pearl Jam, Yellow Lead Better. Mm-hmm. Yep. That uh, put you back up there with my dad. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Tim Pan Alley. Um. I don't know. That's oh, Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. Uh, uh. This is why we don't do trivia. Yeah. Hang on. Google. That's why. I think it's made me. Edie Brickell. They're all gonna know the song. Somebody asked me in the. What I am. That's right. Um. Oh, I know that song. This is the guitar sound in that. Asked mm. me in the Texas Toast Live had I listened to whoever. Kate I was Bush. With. Yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, I was I like, listen mm, to that. No. We'll do that right after we get off here. Yep. Best song. This is a Dylan Facebook page discussion. That's a good idea, actually. It is. And then why? Because it would also. A lot of people do that, right? Like, what's your favorite song? But it's interesting that you said best song because it could be for different reasons, right? Like, mm -hmm. it could be because of this guitar riff. So, like, maybe it's not a great song, but this guitar part is amazing that you love in it. So That's a video that I've been wanting to do for a while, and maybe I should put it together. But I've wanted to do a video, um, and actually, um, Rick Beato just reminded me of it. Because he just did a video the other day about good songs by artists that pe everyone hates. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch it, but I, I want to watch it because what I want to do a video about is really great songs that are actually technically really sucky guitar tone. Or, or people think... So, like, we have this vision of what good guitar tone is, right? So, like, a Les Paul into a Marshall and Stevie Ray's Strat into a into a super reverb you know and if it's not this this or this or this then you know emgs suck not everybody thinks that but um he did i used to but then you start to realize you're like wait a minute there's a lot of really cool songs but the gear was actually terrible that Edie Brickell and the new bohemians um what i am song is like an envelope filter but most of that is on an ovation with that weird plastic back it's a terrible guitar but the guitar tone is fantastic in that song and it's like one of my favorite guitar riffs of all time um that prong song is one of my favorite guitar because that riff is so hard and it's one of those um 
old school like Charvels or something with one EMG pickup in it. It's like a terrible guitar. Another one, and I get flamed for saying this every time I say it, but um, anything Pantera, because I am a massive Pantera fan. I don't like Phil Anselmo, because I think he's a jerk. Uh, and I don't really care about Dimebag Daryl either. But the whole, the whole package together, that music was so good. But when you look at Dimebag Daryl's tone, he's an incredible guitar player. But his guitar tone sucks. It's like, if you listen to it in an isolated track, it's like flying razor blades poke you in the eyes. Like, it's so bad. But, but as a whole, in the band, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And so, I know that there's a bunch of really good songs and really good guitar songs that you would normally, if you just saw the gear list and didn't know what the song was, you'd be like, this is sucky guitar tone. But as a whole, it's amazing. I, I'm, I need to think of more ideas, more examples of that. You know, anything Jack White, because Jack White plays terrible gear on purpose. Um, you know, anything Nirvana, really. Especially early Nirvana stuff, because his gear sucked. And his guitar playing kind of sucked. But again, as a whole, he wasn't a, that great of a guitar player, actually. But as a whole, the band sounds amazing, because when they put it together, it sounds amazing. And I just think that's really neat to think about, like... Um, we have this idea of what we think guitar tone should be and everybody strives for it, but really, it doesn't really matter. I just made myself obsolete. Oh well. None of it matters. What are you going to do? Anyway, you guys are awesome. Josh Hom, you know, that's funny too. Okay, that's another one. Queens of the Stone Age is weird. Uh, and also, uh, the Black Keys. The Black Keys, too. Um, Dan Auerbach. His gear is really good, but his tone's weird. Because he just makes noises. But see, that fall, to me, that falls into a different category of a guy who can take a guitar and make sounds. Billy Corgan is another one. It doesn't even have to sound like a guitar anymore. It can sound like a synthesizer. It could sound like a chainsaw. It could sound like whatever. It doesn't matter. And he will make a noise with it. And that's very fascinating to me. That's very fascinating to me. Um, Nine Inch Nails, obviously, is another example of that. Where when you listen to the music, it's like half electronica and half metal put together. But it's... Fantastic live. Fantastic. Oh, and live. They're unbelievable. <laughs> so unbelievable live. We went to see, and this is, I think you'd agree with me, we went to see Soundgarden and Nine Inch Nails together one time. And Nine Inch Nails was better than Soundgarden. Yep, and we even, it was in a rainstorm, like, it was worth miserable yep. weather. It was so, it was at the Verizon Amphitheater in Atlanta. It was so good. We were soaking wet and freezing cold, and... Nine Inch Nails headlined that, and Soundgarden opened for them. And he Nine Inch Nails was so good. And Soundgarden was okay. 
I'd seen them before. They were okay. Um, but then we saw Chris Cornell solo, and that was... That might be my favorite ever. Yeah. We saw Chris Cornell about eight or nine months before he died. Mm -hmm. Solo by himself with an acoustic guitar, uh, doing like a singer-songwriter storytellers sort of thing where he was like telling the stories of how the songs were written and stuff and he had for some of the songs a cellist would come out on the stage with him but he was mostly by himself with an acoustic guitar that was one of the most unbelievable things and then when he passed away a few months later it made that experience even so much more unbelievable it was really cool um but yeah anyway tangent you guys this has been super cool thanks for hanging out um, tomorrow we are going to, uh, have another video and do some more stuff. And then we will see you again on Monday and we will see you again on Tuesday. And then next Thursday and Friday, I don't know what's going to happen. Just stay tuned and turn your notification bell on and you will not miss anything. Hopefully, if YouTube notifies you in time. And that's it. We'll see you guys later.